Hey, Sean, what's up? Oh, nothing much. If I was doing any better, I couldn't live with myself. How are you doing? <laughs> as happy as if I had good sense. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. yeah. Once we wrap this up, i am uh, got my shift at the uh, the beer bottling factory. It's a little uh, meeting up oh. with Laverne and Shirley. Schlemiel. Craft brew or is it, uh, yeah. is it a craft brew? Oh, clearly. <laughs> Give us any chance, we'll take it, Sean. Oh, Give us any there you go. We'll break it. Shamil Shamazel, Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> Bring me my Hassenpfeffer. Uh, spinoff of Happy Days, <laughs> as was Mork and Mindy, was actually a spinoff of Happy Days. Did I? Anyway, any, well, you know it now. So <laughs> facts are all about uh, all about it on this podcast. Dropping knowledge like crazy. Oh yeah, you're like Janet. Does it really matter? I just told you, so shut up and move on. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> just I, ask, oh, I just you know. snorted again. No, oh, stop doing it. Okay. Well, welcome everyone again to another episode of Should I Watch That? Um, our email address is should I watch that to one at gmail.com. Should I watch that to one at gmail.com? Welcome uh, uh, to another episode. Welcome again to yet another country that we are uh, being played in, and that is Germany. So our international au- audience continues to expand. Uh, don't, I don't, you know, get out of the way of this runaway freight train. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to get caught in the path of this, uh, tornado. It's, uh, I, I feel like pinky in the brain. It's one step uh, closer to world domination. Uh, one step closer. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, we appreciate, uh, everybody that's listening, uh, on whatever podcast medium you choose to listen to. Uh, one thing we will say this time is if uh, if anybody's listening on like Apple or Google or any place that has any sort of rating system, a thumbs up of, you know, a star review system, whatever, like Apple does. Uh, if you're subscribed and you're listening to it and enjoy us, give us a rating. Uh, it helps on mm-hmm. the searches. It helps on the exposure um, for us and um, just takes a few seconds. So if you're enjoying it, we'd appreciate it if you give us a rating. And um, because our only goal, check it. Our two goals have always been, number one, Sean, what's number one? To not suck moose balls. balls. Okay. And number two, to spread joy. Exactly. And wit and laughter to everyone across the world. Exactly. God bless us, everyone. Well, I'm going to add a number three goal, which is the whole reason we started this. Is oh, yes. well, four, well, I'm going to add two more. To have, we like yeah. to have fun. We're having fun. Yeah. yeah and number four, fun. also not to waste your time. There's so much stuff <laughs> available. So we're going to watch some stuff, and we have watched some stuff that we really didn't like, and we told you about it. So, and if you take our opinion, and why wouldn't you? That <laughs> um, we're saving you some hours on what to watch or what's not to watch. So, it just at this. Merely one more service we provide. Exactly. So. At this point, probably if you if you're listening, you'll again, as I mentioned on the first podcast, there is a lot of overlap to our Venn diagrams, <laughs> uh, but there is enough difference. We have differed on quite a few things so far. So anyway, uh, we're reviewing uh, two movies uh, on this one again. Um, one of them uh, is fairly new, and one of them is sort of new but not and we'll get to that whenever we whenever we talk about it it's exactly Uh, like the new one but different but different um got some interesting uh movie knowledge about that but the first one what's the first one we're gonna do oh sean this evening we are going to talk about the stand-in the stand-in how does one watch the stand-in oh goodness uh so Our star is Drew Barrymore. You may remember her uh, from E.T. in 1982. Perhaps from Firestarter in 1984. Uh, You weren't even Uh, born then, were you, Janet? uh, Clearly (laughs) I wasn't. I had to research these things because I am so young. Yes. Um, And more recently, where I really felt a strong connection and fell in love with Drew Barrymore, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. I've yet to watch that. So your life, and you highly, you highly recommend, highly recommend. I know it's on uh, Netflix, right? Is it uh, Netflix? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Yes. Anyway, so Drew, 
let's talk about Drew, who is the executive producer of this yes. cinematic experience <laughs> um, yes. that IMDb called a hilarious comedy. Uh, yes. Uh, I would beg to differ a little bit there. Well, that's a little spoiler to the end of your review, I'll bet. So. <laughs> You can just read it on my face. Well, well uh, yeah, and I and I've I got I've got some discussion about this movie because okay. I, I I watched it and I had an initial opinion, and then I kind of turned it over in my brain a little bit. And, did you mold uh, it? I mold it. I really you mold did. It. I mold. I mold it. And it, well, the setup the setup of the movie is uh, Drew Barrymore isn't she plays two characters actually in the movie. Um, but it's not a la Eddie Murphy and, you know, Nutty Professor or Coming to America. It's not that extreme. But she plays an actress. Quite the stretch for Drew. <laughs> um, but the, the setup for the movie is she is a, a physical comedian, would you say? She's, a, yes. she's, she's very famous. She's done very well for herself. Yes. But she is sort of a niche actress mm-hmm. and uh, is or a me. physical or, or niche. Niche. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, it's most of her, she's made her fame. It, it, it appears to be physical comedy and pratfalls and, yes. and, and a few catchphrases here or there whenever she falls down, like, you know, oops, I did it again or something like that. I don't I can't remember what it was, but uh, she has a bit of a, a meltdown on one of her sets and, uh, and it's filmed her rather, extensive piranity, uh, profanity laden tirades <laughs> is filmed and posted and goes viral, you know, as it tends to do nowadays. And she sort of has a, uh, a fall from grace in her career. And she also plays, uh, Paula was the movie star, right? Or candy was the movie star. Yes. It's candy and Paula, but I've lost a track of who's who <laughs> candy was. the. Yes, it doesn't okay. really matter. Yeah, yes, it's Candy and Paula. I believe Candy's the movie star, and Paula is her stand-in. And uh, uh, it's not really stunt double, though, right? It's stand-in. I, it's stand-in, and I don't really know why I, she I needs a stand-in. Well, it's um, like whenever whenever they're framing shots or something like that, she I, she has to look. Or, yeah, she, yeah. But anyway, um, and she enjoys her career as being a stand-in. She obviously is played by Drew Barrymore, so there's a striking resemblance to the two. <laughs> I think um, they did some nose work. It looked like she had some prosthetic nose. Yes, there was a little out. bit, of, a little bit, a little bit of stuff done, but it's certainly not over the top. No. And when uh, when the movie star's career is over, the stand-in career is over too. And she enjoyed her being the stand-in, and in. In kind of an odd setup, and again, this isn't really giving much away. Um, the movie star, uh, the candy, has to go to rehab, and in a bizarre request, she asks her stand-in to go to rehab for her. So she is it, and I, is this so she can meet somebody? Is that why she wanted her that done to meet somebody online? Uh, yes, because Candy has met somebody who I think doesn't really know who right. she is. Like she doesn't know who she is. Celebrity. And they really have this connection and they, you know, she wants to meet him and everything. And then the rehab thing comes into play. So she's like, right. well, Hey Paula, you go pretend to be me so I can go do my thing. Yes. And from there on the pretending to be me sort of snowballs. And that's the, that's yes. kind of the hook of the whole movie. Uh, is is the stand-in pretending to be the actress. So what did you think about the first 15 minutes, the setup? Did it at least interest you enough to keep watching, or did you sigh and go, okay, it's an hour and 40 minutes. When is this going to be over? <laughs> I'll go with the latter there. Okay, um, okay. So I, I'm going to say that Drew really played the – emotionally drug-laden, collapsing actress very well. Yes. Um, I will will agree. Yeah. It was way over the top, in my opinion. Right, which is one of the things I mulled. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about the mulling. Well, I was wondering if, okay, 
because I, I too, for after the first 15 minutes, I sighed and was like, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy this. But um, as it went on and it got further into the movie, I was wondering, I, I was starting to wonder if the over the top was for a specific purpose for the movie. Cause I, I will give Drew Barry more credit and I, I, I am not, I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of her, mm-hmm. but for somebody that's been around so long in Hollywood, um, I was thinking back on what, you know, what Drew Barrymore stuff have I seen that I was like, mm-hmm. wow, I really like that. I like 50 first dates. Mm-hmm. Charlie's uh, angels. I, I, I thought the first Charlie's angels yeah. was fun. Yes. Um, the second one was a little bit redonkulous. I mean, it yes. was kind of silly, silly, but the first one, it, it, it was fun. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I never been a fan of any of other, her Adam Sandler stuff. Um, no. I know some people love the wedding singer. I, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. No. And I sort of scrolled back through her and I was like, I was trying to think of what other stuff was she in. She was in one of the Batman movies. She what? was one of, she was, yeah, she was one really? of the, uh, the one with uh, Batman Forever with Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Oh yeah, he had really? he had he had two girlfriends. One that was dressed in black and one that was dressed in white because he's Two Face. Uh-huh. And Drew Barrymore played the one dressed in white. Well, I mean, what do you know? She was in the movie for five minutes, if that. So that's interesting. Okay. But I've but there's for somebody again that says it's been around for Hollywood for so long. I, I you know I was like okay, I've seen. Um, never been kissed. I've seen that Jimmy Fallon movie where he's a Red Sox fan. Oh, oh. Uh, fever something, fever pitch. Fever pitch, yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, my sister is a fan of hers mm-hmm. that she enjoys the movies. So you know, and I don't really seek out a lot of romantic comedies, but I mean, it's. I thought about it. I was like, it's kind of underwhelming. I never really evaluated her talent as an actress. You know, I always think about her as being the cute, quirky, you know, funny type girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she had some problems with substance abuse or something like that. But one thing I will give her credit for in this movie mm-hmm. is uh, I thought she did a good job of differentiating between the two characters to where, honestly, I'm not going to say I thought they were two different actors. But I was like, she's doing a really good job of making these people, even though they look alike, seem really different. And I think that takes some acting chops. So I'll give her some credit for that, at least, you know, yeah. when I was watching it. Okay. I, yeah, I, you know, I agree. I do agree because the candy character was so far off the charts. I mean, right. you know, snorting the cocaine and, you know, the screaming and the hair was all jacked up and blah. Right. And then the Paula character was very demure and had this really irritating little soft voice and had some weird blonde hair that needed conditioning very desperately. Anyway. So yes, I will, I will give you that, that she, she separated the two characters. Right. And and she did it with, pardon that. She did it with (laughs) a, uh, um, she did it with a lot, uh, without that, without the help of a lot of crazy makeup. So, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so that's good. The, the, I, I did, I did some of the things I liked about the movie. I like the fact that it really seemed like it was a send up of celebrity culture. And I, and yes. I kind of, and I kind of wondered, I didn't, I didn't really look it up. I should have, if she wrote the movie or not, I know she says she mm-hmm. produced it, but it really was a good send up of, um, of celebrity culture. I thought it was there at one point, uh, the stand in goes on an apology tour. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that is straight out of, you know, cancel oh, culture know. and stuff now about how oh, everybody's cheering for you. And, you know, it's re, re, uh, reinvigorating her career. Um, yeah. Like, well, I just got out of rehab and I've right. changed my ways and I didn't mean to punch that lady in the face or, you know, kick the child or something. And, and suddenly the whole world forgives you and thinks you're special again because you're right. yep, whatever. some, some odd choices I would say in the movie is, um, uh, the movie star character, her, her escape is, uh, creating shaker furniture, which I thought was, <laughs> It's odd choice. And, and not that I don't have a strong respect for the woodworking 
yes. those of us into the woodworking craft, but it was so random. It seemed really random. I mean, you think it would be more like, oh, my own clothing line or makeup line or something, but is that right. is that gender biased in the way that I'm saying that? I don't mean. Oh, to I don't. I mean, cares? I don't know. It's a, anyway. maybe it, maybe it's part of the send up of the whole thing is doing stuff. You know, know that's sort of off putting, but um, it's. If you're interested in, I thought I thought it. Another thing I thought it did a good job is it. It did a good job of, of depicting what celebrity can do to somebody, mm-hmm. because not giving too much away. You know, there's a transition that takes place. You know, where somebody uh, is exposed to the celebrity culture and then gets some gets some fame, yes. and then what that what that fame does to them. And I'm kind of wondering if, if, uh, and, and, you know, maybe she did some interviews with this or something where she said it, but I'm kind of wondering if, if Drew's trying to make a statement, you know, cause she's had some issues, some troubled issues in her past. With- yeah, I feel, I feel like when she was much younger, she had some issues. I, you know, I actually should have done some research on that because I feel like she, she did that. I'm a child star. And then as she became a teenager, it's like, oh, look sex, drugs, and rock and roll and kind of thing. And yeah, like she went off. Let me flash end. David Letterman. Do you remember when she did that? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, on her, on you. the David Letterman show. She, look at you. Yeah. Knowledge after well, you know, just people um, might call me a pig for knowing that. So I don't know, <laughs> but she did it. <laughs> she did it proudly. Um, but yeah, but she's one of those who was able to rein it back in, you know, like a Robert Downey Jr. Kind of thing. Or something. Right. You know, she, she reined it back in and really has, had success since then right but because i and don't ask me what she won it for she's won she's won a golden globe oh. but she's also had another 33 wins and 60 nominations wow. across a multitude of categories from like blockbuster award of the year to you know golden globes and things like that so also well, so clearly maybe i need to look at her back catalog maybe there is some stuff there that no i don't think so you really you don't think so <laughs> I don't so i mean you're, you're she's not somebody that's you know oh drew barrymore's in something yeah. i'm gonna make sure i watch it you're just kind of like she exists yeah. and okay. yeah because i well and again they clearly the best was santa clarita diet but i watched that because of um my Timothy uh, deep love of Timmy, Timothy Oliphant. Raylan. Well, hello, Raylan. <laughs> Raylan. Uh, Justified. Parlay. Great show. If you haven't Justified. watched it, watch it. Throwing, that in, throwing it in there. Hashtag cowboy hat. Anyway. Um, and I remember thinking, well, that looks interesting. And I thought, huh, Drew Barrymore. Well, that's kind of weird. But it, it, her physical comedy in that show right. is brilliant. So, which is, you know, yeah. which is the, the the movie star that she plays in this. That was her strength mm-hmm. was physical comedy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it is some sort of a statement on her, you know, could be. on her career. Um, would any of the supporting characters stand out? T.J. Miller's in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Um, I That was one of the highlights of the entire yeah. movie for me was seeing him. Um, and for those of you who do not recognize the name quickly, he is Weasel, the bartender from Deadpool. Yes. Um, and <laughs> and it just I have to share that the perfect scene, the perfect scene from Deadpool is when Wade sits down at the bar with Weasel and shows him his face after he's been transformed. <laughs> and uh, two of my favorite quotes from the Weasel, you look like an avocado had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. Yes. Um, and then the second one, I'll clean it up because you look like Freddy Krueger face, <laughs> a topographical map of Utah. Yes. And, oh, and he also said, Miller, his and delivery. It, and then something about the, the sex with the avocado. And he said, and it wasn't nice sex. It was angry. <laughs> revenge. Revenge or something like that. So yeah, he, he 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 does a good job of those sort of shticks, and he carried it on in, in Deadpool too. He yeah. had in the movie he had, um, and I wrote this down because he had a great line in that movie because at at some point he realizes when he's talking, um, he realizes that he is no longer talking to the movie star. 
mm-hmm. he is talking to the stand-in who uh-huh. he who who up until that point he thought was the movie star, mm-hmm. and um, and he, but he he is her agent, correct? Is that is that I, what he is? I believe, or certainly yeah. a part of her entourage and yes, makes money he, off of her. Yes, because he, he was always trying to corral her and get her ready and right. clean her up to, and yeah. to other commercial spots or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he but he finds out that she's not, and and it's a, there's this there's this. Uh, conversation as to what does doesn't it matter that I'm not the real person and he says what well, and it uh, he's having a conversation with the actress who is telling him hey this girl is not me she is my stand-in mm-hmm. and he says to the actress uh, it doesn't matter if she's fake this whole business is fake if she makes more money then I'm going with her <laughs> and I was like darn that is, if that's if Hollywood it's yeah. a, I said if that's not like a complete uh, trashing of Hollywood. I mean, I don't know. He's willing to just completely forget this other person because exactly. she's the one that's going to make the money now. And I'm like, and the house, like, oh, the whole business is fake. And I'm like, somebody's yeah, trying to send a message with this movie. <laughs> and I, and I'll say that in the first, like I said, the first 15 minutes we talked about it, we kind of sighed and we're like, okay, you know, by the end of it, uh, I, I had a better time with it than I thought I was going to have with it in the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the They do sort of, you know, not that I'm a prude or anything, but the first 15 minutes, if you do watch it and you're turned off by the language, it really, it really services all that language really just services her having a meltdown. Yeah. Really. And it really, they really sort of tone it down towards the end. What did you, what did you think about the ending? Okay. I will be honest for the sake of our lovely listening, millions of listeners across the globe. I finally got to a point where I just hit the fast forward button. Oh my goodness. Until maybe the last couple of minutes of the movie where we see, I'll just say some resolution. Right. Right to some potential struggles that have occurred. Right. I, I could, some I, people got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Some people got what they wanted mm-hmm. and it wasn't so good. Some people got what they wanted and it was good. They got what they and, thought they wanted perhaps. Yes. And since, I didn't really buy, I didn't buy, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, when I, when IMDB says hilarious comedy, I <laughs> actually wrote down, <laughs> this is, in capital letters, not a hilarious comedy. This is a sad movie about two women who want the opposite of what they have. Exactly. And, and I would not call it, I, I did not, whatever enjoyment I got out of the movie and I got some enjoyment out of it, Mm -hmm. but whatever enjoyment out of the movie I got, I got more from the fact that I was, I looked at it, looked at it as sort of a, uh, a criticism of Hollywood culture Mm -hmm. and what it's like to be an actress and what fame does to people. And, more than it was, you know, a knee slapper of yeah, a funny, because <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, no, you know, was there wasn't funny about it. Um, but I would say if you look at it as sort of a, yeah, sort of a, a, a look at, at, at what celebrity can do to you and what people think they want. And, oh, I really would love to be a movie star, but really what would it be like if you really were a movie star? It's not all. Mm-hmm you know, wonderful and stuff. One thing I did not buy at all was the love interest. I know the guy, I don't know the guy's name. He, he played the husband in Miss Maisel. Oh, Oh yes. Yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah. He was the husband yeah, I, in Miss Maisel. I, I was but, not even invested enough to remember his yeah, name. Yeah. So. But, but that kind of goes and goes with the whole, you know, furniture making thing, which I thought was yeah. just really random. Really so random. random. Now we did have Ellie Kemper, which I did appreciate. But yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you, again, if that name does not ring a bell, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Or uh, The Office. She played uh, the yes. secretary after Pam um, became a salesman in The Office. Bridesmaids. Yes. Um, anyway. but uh, Very even, funny. She's very funny. She's hysterical. But in this, I mean, like, there's really nothing she did that was funny. Yeah. She could Five minutes anybody. of screen time. Yeah. Five minutes of screen yeah. time. Yeah. So. Unbreakable. They're alive. Yes. Damn it. It's a miracle. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, new release, uh, stand in. Looks like we're ready to put a bow on it, at least on this one. So Janet, um, the stand in, Drew Barrymore, uh, since you fast forwarded it, should I watch that? 
I say save yourself. Yes. Go, maybe if you haven't clipped your toenails in a while, this is a good time to do it. Just yes. take that time. Um, throw us throw us a Drew Barrymore alternative. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa Clarita Diet. Three seasons, Netflix wrapped it. Uh, if you if you need to see her in something, I would say Charlie's Angels. Yes, is is another decent option. I'll go all the way back to before Janet was born uh-huh. and watch her in <laughs> ET. Way back. Phone home. When she was Gert- Gertie. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right, all right, Sean, the stand in, twenty twenty, Drew Barrymore. Should I watch that? Um. No, uh, it's, it's a fairly strong no. Uh, but I will say that, uh, it was an odd watching. It was an odd viewing experience for me because rarely have I had a movie, um, as I'm watching it, the, the reason why I'm watching it changes. Like if I'm mm-hmm. expecting to watch a comedy, I'm watching it for a reason. Cause I think it's going to be funny. Uh, it was an odd experience to watch a movie where I'm watching it thinking oh, it, it switches from, Oh, this is not interesting as a comedy, but you know, 45 minutes in you're like, Hmm, they're kind of lampooning or sticking a finger at celebrity culture. And a lot of this cancel stuff that we see online and stuff like that, because Twitter and things like that are mentioned, but no, I wouldn't watch it. Um, I wouldn't watch it. No. But I, good, I, good on Drew. I think I think she I think she did a, a fairly decent performance. Yes. Um, but it's I, I I not knowing everything that she's been in, I'd say this probably isn't even top ten for her as far as no, what she's done in the past. No. But I think um, maybe when she made the decision to be the executive producer, that she accidentally on the way to the bank tripped over some moose balls. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Maybe there was suckage because it it was. I think it was while she was depositing her big bag of cash that she got. Yes. Okay. Did not suck moose balls. So So movie number one, two knows. There you go. Movie number two is what? What are we doing Uh, next? Let us talk about. And I find it very difficult to say, so I'm just going to be stupid when I say it. (laughs) The new mutants. (laughs) The new mutants. The new mutants. (laughs) Uh, currently on, if I'm not mistaken, HBO Max. Hulu, yeah, that's kind of why. It ca- that's why it came on our radar. This isn't a new yes. new movie. No, um, but released. that. But it popped. But it popped up as a new thing, and I was like, okay, I haven't seen that. It's a superhero movie, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Um, um, it was the last Marvel film to be released with Stan Lee as an executive producer. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now you do. Um, he, uh, it's, 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 it's a real odd movie in that it's release schedule. It's release time was changed and changed and changed. It was, I believe it was filmed originally in 2018, mm-hmm. but it was not released until August of last year of August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the 13th, if you know, the X-Men, it is the 13th <laughs> X-Men movie that was made by 20th century Fox mm-hmm. and sort of got sort of why it got put in release hell was there was some reshoots yes uh but when this movie was finishing up and was and was getting ready to be released was was around the time that disney was doing its deal mm-hmm. um to purchase 20th century fox uh, which had all the film rights 20th century fox had the film rights for uh the x-men and the fantastic four and uh they were purchasing that um uh one of the big reasons is to bring those characters inside the same studio. So that eventually those characters can be added to the movie picture, motion picture behemoth (laughs) that is the Marvel cinematic universe. So eventually the X-Men and the fantastic four will be added into that. So this movie really got kind of lost in the shuffle um, of uh, movies that were going to be made. Um, It's got some really good, uh, names that you at least know now yes. that have done some yes. bigger stuff. Uh, Maisie Williams, who we know from what? Uh, Game of Thrones. Game Arya of Thrones. Stark. Arya Stark. Uh, with, a, on, with a really with bad hair. Oh, gosh. Good. Yes. God, I could not get past her hair. Yes. It was, it was rough. It was so and rough. Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in... Um, 
Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit, and also in The Witch, which I have yet to see yet. But the, 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 the whole, that was a horror movie. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. do, why do I not know about this? The Witch. Uh, God, okay. Is it was it Ari Aster? Was it was it the hereditary person? Uh, real quick. And it also has Charlie Heaton in it um, uh-huh. from uh, Stranger Things. He's Will's older brother in Stranger oh, Things. Oh, that that did not yes. ring a bell for me. So there are five. There are five, you know, sort of child actors in it. There's basically six characters in the entire movie. Um, the five actors and the uh, the, t- the the doctor, the teacher, the therapist, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm trying to find her. Oh, yeah, she was in Split too. I keep forgetting that. Who was in uh, Split? Um, the um, Anya Taylor Joy. She was the. Was she? She was the girl that that made a connection with. Um, Shut your yeah, mouth that's her. right now. That's her. Are you serious? Yeah. 2015, The Witch. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the director right now. But no, Split, no, it's not. It's not. Split, Split was a yeah, she was, brilliant movie. Yes. And then, therefore, she was also in Glass as well because she, recur- she, re- she did a role in that movie as well. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. I had no idea. There you go. (laughs) I did not do do enough research. Right. So anyway. Anyway. So, so, so good people, uh, some good people in the movie. Um, Initial thoughts, Janet. You've already reviewed this for your um, other page. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Okay. No comment. When I I originally, I saw it in the theater. uh, I went to the theater and I, at the time I gave it three buds. Um, and but that's kind of, what's kind of meh on the Janet scale. Isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of meh. Okay. Uh, but I, I also commented at the time that everyone should take into consideration that I've seen all the Marvel movies and my take on them is my take on them is, Oh, they're fine. Okay. Uh, so t- if you take that <laughs> as a baseline, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, so you're gonna have passionate discussions about how it <laughs> aligns with the comic books and, there and such. Is, right. um, graphic novels, Sean. My Thank God, you. who even are you? Okay. So it, for me, okay, it's a little, it's a little teenagery, clearly because yes. of the age of the kids. Whatever. It's why all the way, all the way. And there's the secret facility where a doctor is, air quotes, protecting these children who have powers and air quotes again treating them and there's a new girl who shows up and she has some power but nobody really knows what it is and uh, you know god do we get out but we don't want to leave but we do want to leave but we don't really understand but we hate each other but we have to work together to blah 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 anyway so it's 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 one of those and outside of all of that the best part to me was the creepy smiling man Oh man, they were creepy. Creepy AF. This guy, and just in case you were curious, uh, the voice of this creepy, creepy man was Marilyn Manson. Oh, yep. Did not know that. Yep. Yeah, so. it's sort of uh, um, if you do like. Um, okay, mm-hmm. if you really like superhero movies, this movie at least doesn't fall into the typical mold of a superhero movie. Agreed. If you whether or not whether or not you think that's good or bad, mm-hmm. um, and so if you if you hear superhero movie and you go ugh, <laughs> the, you can watch this and not have it be a superhero movie. Now there are there are people in there that have powers, yes, um, but it all the, the the whole movie takes place inside of a, a hospital, an institute, mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. that the kids are not that the kids don't leave because they're you know. Uh, in well, case you there, don't know that mm-hmm. the X-Men universe is, you know, if you're a mutant, your power is typically manifested when you're a teenager. So they're, they're keeping them there so they can get a hold of these powers. So they don't hurt anybody. That's the idea behind it. Well, and they are, um, it's a little bit Stephen King, the dome. Situation. Exactly. Tis a large bubble over right. the area. So they can only go so far before they slam into this translucent exactly. bubble. And, yeah. and, and the, so the movie has a horror vibe to it. It has a horror vibe to it because, um, you know, I'm not going to, there aren't many, many spoiler E type things to, to give away, but, but one of the, 
one of the person, one of the, the kids powers is being able to cause the, whatever your greatest fear is to physically manifest it. And so you can see it. So, so what you see in the movie is everyone's fears, whatever the greatest fear is manifest. And so you see that, and some of them are scary. I mean, it's not, uh, I mean, it's PG 13, I think. So it's not anything that's uber, uber scary. Kind of the creepiest people are these people that wear these smiley face masks. Um, and, and with them, it not even, there is part of their face, but I, I don't, I, I don't know if you, if you get me on this one, but any movie that I've ever seen with uh, someone who's possessed or along those lines, the contortions and the weird movements right. and sounds of a body twisting and doing things that a normal body shouldn't do right. scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, that was and, a really there was a really yeah. creepy scene in them. Remember <laughs> with the with the cheerleaders yeah. where they were doing that stuff and that was whack. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. That, um so the movie is only I think it's an hour and 45 minutes long. So um this is a common refrain with me is that an hour and 45 minutes long and you have to introduce five really six characters and mm-hmm. give us a reason to care and give us a backstory and give us a, you know, what's going on and what's really going on. And, um, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to do in, in that amount of time, even when it is confined and they doesn't have uh, any other characters that you really have to, you know, to get involved in. Um, you know, it checks all the teen angst kind of boxes, you know, they all get yeah. together and, you know, some of them like each other and there's a, you know, a puppy love story and some of them hate each other and nothing is really fleshed out, um, that much in terms of how their powers work. Uh, I mean, I, I know the universe much more than you do. Cause I used to, yes. when I was in college, I read X-Men comic books. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm familiar with these characters, at least on a comic book type level. Uh, you can tell, they kind of finished it and I said, all right, let's just get it out there. Yeah. See how many bucks, see how many bucks we could make. Well, and you know, and some of it is look at me, I can do this. And then you have others right. who are like, uh, I can kind of do stuff, but I can't really control when I do it. Right. You know? And so there's, you know, there's some of that, that, and then at the end, you know, you kind of expect everybody to be like, I'm mastering these gifts and I'm using these gifts to stop right. the bad guys. And, there's an action there. There's a, there's a pretty good action set piece that happens at the climax of the movie that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, some of the, uh, if I was to give it an order of, it focuses way more on the female characters. So if you, yes. if, if that's something that you like in movies and you want to see, uh, uh, their powers are kind of cooler. I think, yeah. uh, the guy characters, I mean, the one guy who, uh, uh, the has something with fire. I can't remember his name, but <laughs> he has Jack bunch of nothing to do in the entire movie. I yeah. mean, and in the, and in Charlie Heaton's character, uh, who, by the way, one of the worst Southern accents you're ever going to hear in a movie. And, it, and, and, and it kind of comes and goes. Some, oh, not, sometimes he, he, sometimes he pours it on thick like molasses. And sometimes <laughs> it's just not there. And he's supposed that, to be a West Virginia coal miner. Or from a uh, family that did that. He didn't practice hard enough. Um, right. Huge pet peeve. If you have an accent in a movie, if, if you're supposed to sound like somebody you don't normally sound like, then you need to talk to a coach. You need mm-hmm. a, di- a dialect coach. Tra- a commit. Right. And classic example of this is Kevin Costner <laughs> in Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. Where... 30% of the time he tried to be British. <laughs> 70% of the time he just talked like Kevin Costner. Yeah. No. And it made me want to punch the television. So, yeah. yeah. If you ever really want to push my wife's buttons, all you got to do is mention Dan Aykroyd in Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Drives her. Hates his accent in that movie because he tries to sound Southern. Well, uh, and the same yeah. thing with Anna Taylor-Joy. She's supposed mm-hmm. to be Russian. Now, one thing that it would have been interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should they continue on with this? Now you don't know this. Uh, 
Uh-oh. Uh, you're a huge Deadpool fan. I know that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So in Deadpool, we had Colossus. Remember, mm-hmm. big silver dude. Yeah, yeah. Anna Taylor Joy's character in the comic book is Colossus' sister. <gasps> yes. Shut your mouth again. No, really? she's Colossus' sister. Yes. I had no idea. Okay, I don't. So she was supposed to have a Russian accent, right? So, and and, and Colossus is Russian. So. So, how are they brother and sister if she is clearly a flesh and blood human and he is not? Uh, well. In Deadpool, do he do he, do he undergo changes? No, no. <laughs> in Deadpool, he was uh, Colossus was portrayed as you know using his mutant ability the entire time, but in the comic books, Colossus can change back and forth. Oh, he he whoa. can be, he can be a regular skinned person, and then when he turns, his ability is to be able to change into the Metal Man and you know have super strength and. You know. Deadpool world. Thanks yes. for not letting a girl know and keeping yes. him in like big metal form the whole time. Well, you know, big CGI fight coming up. Remember? Well, that's yeah, what. that's true. Yeah, but but I thought something could have been done. That could have been interesting to combine those yes. characters with Deadpool and his sisters yeah. there. And so yeah, so yeah, her character Magic in the comic books was was uh, his sister. So I th- they could have done something with it. But uh, I they, they were tri- they were trying to set this up to be a trilogy. Um, it's not going to happen now that Disney owns the world. So yeah. you'll never see these characters again as another iteration. But uh, as a superhero movie that isn't really a superhero movie, it's I, I'm going to say it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, well, and it was what I expected. Right. Like I, right. Did, I did. I, I remember when I went to see it, I wasn't, it wasn't like one of those wake up in the morning one. Oh, snap. Right. I need to go see it today. Um, it was one of those where I'd really like some popcorn and I want to go to a movie. So I went to see it and really nothing happened that I didn't expect except right. for the smiley, creepy guy. That was a little off. That was it, jarring, but right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, what you think it's going to be. And if you and if you have anybody, if you have any kids that are, I would say, I don't know, ten, eleven, or and twelve, it really loves to watch them some Captain America, and really loves to watch them some <laughs> Iron Man and Spider Man. You and, and oh, it's a superhero movie. It's got kids in it, and yeah, you know, the kid superheroes. Uh, there's some real, there's some dark backstories there. Um, yes, Maisie Williams' character was abused by clergy when they found yes. out what she can do. Her power, by the way, is turning into a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Puppy. Uh, and, uh, and Anna Taylor Joy's character, um, who, I mean, her name in the comic books is magic, but she, mm-hmm. she says that as a throwaway line in the movie as sort of a wink, wink, nod, nod fan service to people that know. Mm-hmm. Cause he said, yeah, you can't fight them. They're magic. And she's like, so am I. So they're like, Oh, that's her name. Boom. In the so anybody, but um, she has a really dark history um, yes. because the, the, the smiling face people are people that abused her sexually yes. <laughs> when she yes. was a child. And, you know, and, and so there was some real dark histories behind that, that they do explore. So uh, don't walk into it thinking that, Oh, it's a teenage superhero movie. I'm going to mm-hmm. let, you know, I think this, I, I think whenever they were filming this, uh, uh, it was having some really good success at the box office because oh. it, it really has sort of an it vibe in it in the way that they show the fears and stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of wonder yeah. if they were going to piggyback off of that just a little bit. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Yeah. Well, and you know, again, my deep-seated fear and hatred of clowns. Yes. Um, I went to see it in the theater by myself. And sat on the back row and flinched every time the door opened with somebody yeah. coming in or going out of the movie. Yes. But, yeah. you know. Did you read the book? No, surprisingly. <sighs> do you know? Um, <laughs> this is not, I shouldn't discuss that. Do you know about the, do you know about the controversial scene in the book? Apparently I don't. Okay. I guess we're not going to talk about that. Here well, right. it's, it's, uh, it's jacked up and it's never, it's never been. And it wasn't in the miniseries that they, that Tim Curry did uh, with, oh, really? uh, no. And this wasn't in the movie either. It, it's stuff, stuff that happens whenever they're in the younger versions of themselves, uh, mm. when they're fighting Pennywise wow. as, and it's just, it, 
it's messed it's up. We're not going to talk about that. It's dark. Okay. Okay. But uh, but I could tell. I but I could tell that it's it, it had sort of a, a low rent it vibe to it mm-hmm. whenever they were doing the, the physical manifestations. If you are if you are into comic books uh, and you done you know these characters well, there's a few Easter eggs. Wink wink. Nod nod. Into the company. Mm-hmm. You know they they mentioned the X Men maybe twice because they sort of guess that this is a training facility to be future X-Men. Yeah. Um, and then there's a mention of an Essex corporation, which um, Mr. Sinister, if you know the comic books, I know Janet's like, shut up nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but oh that's God, a, re- are you? that's a reference I- to him. So, uh, so anyway, you like I said, this movie was, began to be made whenever 20th century Fox still owned everything. And when it was finished, Disney owned it all. So, um, that's why it was made. And that's why I will never, you know, you won't see him again, but well, and I, you know, I always love the supernatural dark and twisty side of things. It was actually filmed on location at Medfield state hospital in Massachusetts, wow. which was the state's first mental asylum ever established. Yeah. Um, could that have been really creepy? Could there have been ghosties and strange happenings? I don't know. Will I ever go to that place and spend the night just to see? Of course I will not. But for those of you, you know, who are into that kind of thing. But um, so it's on HBO Max now. Um, mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think we're ready to call this one too. I think we might be ready. Um, okay, Sean. Yes. The New Mutants. 2020 all over the social media, uh, social Mm -hmm. media, the platforms from which you can watch the things. Should I watch that? Only if (laughs) for, I would say uh, 85% of the viewing world, probably no, they're not going to get anything out of it. If you're a Marvel completionist, (laughs) um, (laughs) and you want to see everything that's ever been made, um, that references characters that are in the comic books. Uh, I've seen a lot worse. Uh, just don't go into it expecting, you know, to be wild. Uh, I think there's strong performances by the ladies in the show, in the movie. Uh, I, I, I say the word show because one of the things that popped into my head is th- this feels like a CW show the whole time I was watching it. Um, strong performances by the ladies. The guys have nothing to do. Um, there's worse ways you can spend an hour and 46 minutes, but uh, I mean, there's not going it, to, it's, it shouldn't float to the top of anybody's queue. So that's mostly a no for me, but mm-hmm. if you like the superhero fair, why not? Why not? Okay. But mostly that's a no. So Janet, mm-hmm. I think I know the answer to this question. <laughs> the new mutants, HBO max 13th film starring Colossus's sister, <laughs> which you did not know. Should I watch that? <laughs> I would say the new mutants. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a pretty, a pretty firm no on that. Uh, okay. Despite Arya Stark, right. despite Queen's Gambit, um, I, it didn't do anything for me. It. Did you fast forward this one? No, I couldn't because I was okay. in the theater eating the popcorn. Oh, that's right. So, See, yes. would you have fast forwarded this one? I would totally have fast forwarded <laughs> through this one. Um, I got to so, ask, man, that's two pretty, pretty, okay. The only thing I can watch are stand in and new mutants. What do I watch? It's the only thing I'm allowed to watch. I got a gun to my head. Oh, gun to your head. Um, new mutants. Yes. New mutants. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, at least stuff happens. Right. So there's flashy bangy stuff on there. You know, and you know, things blow action. up. There's flashing lights and there's a wolf and stuff. So whatever. And nobody know. says the F word 17,000 times in the first. Oh, they don't. Minutes. Okay. Well, I you know. well, I say it enough myself that maybe it perhaps. I well, there you go. Don't look for it in the movie. There you go. <laughs> Good time. All right. Okay. So, oh, um, oh, yeah, not sometimes we have nose all around people, but that's the point. That's, that's the, the point. point. We watched it. So you don't have to, we saved you some time so you can get your toenails clipped. You can You're welcome. Do, do those things around the house that you've been avoiding. 
So anyway. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. But if you've watched those movies uh, without our say-so, um, I don't know why you did. But anyway. I don't know why you would. Tell us what you, you can send us an email. Let us know what you think uh, of those movies. So should I watch that? 2-1 at gmail.com. If, again, if there's anything that you want to see us uh, listen or hear us review, I should say, mm-hmm. um, let us know. Um, we'll be happy to take requests. We're mostly uh, open to other things. We're mostly other shows. things. Yep. Sometimes. Yeah, I will say that uh, some of the TV shows I want to review, I'm, I'm a little bummed at, at uh, I've become so spoiled with uh, Netflix and Amazon dumping the whole seasons at once. I agree uh, with you. I'm, I'm looking at you, HBO Max. <laughs> and Disney. Disney. <laughs> dropping an episode a week. But I, I know that's you're trying to increase your subscription dollars by doing that. I get it. I understand. Because but at the end on. of the day, what's the most important thing? I know. Dollar, Making dollar bills. Money. Making <laughs> Dollar, dollar bills, yo. <laughs> um, so anyway, th- there's some there's some things that are on the HBO that I would like to review, but I don't want to review it if there's only been two episodes. So yeah, anyway. I need more. Need uh, more need to, more to develop an opinion. Because I don't want to tell people to watch it because the first right. two episodes are great. And then episodes and then three through 13. The moose balls show yeah, exactly, up. Exactly. Like, they show up. And then I'm like... Our, our international reputation has been tarnished forever. Tarnished. You can't, you, you, you'll build up this level of trust just to lose it like that. I know. You can't do that. We have a responsibility. Exactly. A, nay, a duty right. to the world. One does not wield anything. this power lightly. <laughs> With great power, comes, if we will remember, comes great responsibility. And if I may. And you can't say that because you didn't like any of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> well, you're right. But if I also may say, without getting myself into much trouble, <laughs> um, a shout out to a friend from many years ago. And I say, and with a great rack comes great responsibility. Oh, so I'll, yes. uh, I'll, let, I'll let you end on that one. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Should I watch that 2-1 at gmail.com? Appreciate everyone listening again. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a good evening, Janet. Neil, shamazel. Hot and pepper. pepper. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.